Money, 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 money. Money, money. There's a guy with a lot of it in the Bible, and that's what we're going to talk about on the Jackson Cloud. Okay, today we're going to talk about money. Where are some passages that come to your mind when you think about Jesus and money? Flipping the tables. Yeah, that's so he walks in and you've turned this into a den of thieves and robbers and he flips tables and money going everywhere, uh, which I think was a quote of Isaiah. So he's he's fulfilling that prophecy right there is like and we see that all the time. I don't. I, have you ever been in like a church or like heard music in the Christian sphere that just sounds like money? Or you go to a festival and it's yeah. all just plagiarized art, like Sprite, but it says Spirit instead, but it's over the Sprite logo. Yep. Yeah. There are some tables that you just want to go flip, like you think well, you just... Wasn't there, wasn't there Mountain Dew one that was like Jesus something... Probably, I would not. Mountain of God or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised yet. If you can think of it, it It exists. exists. Yeah. So, yeah, you do have Jesus especially scolds them for how they've turned the work of God and his sacred presence into a financial monopoly of sorts. Yeah, what else with money and Jesus? Um, Jesus never seems to have any. Yeah, so uh, Judas was technically the treasurer, which means they must have had some money. Um, But Judas also shows how money corrupts. Uh, John says that he used to steal money out of the treasury, which is obviously like a... We figured this out later after we realized (laughs) that he sold Jesus out for money. So they must have had some money, but at the same time... I I am he doesn't seem to have any in some of the main stories that we come across. He has to pay the temple tax at one point. Where does he get it? The two fish? Well a or fish. With a fish yeah. yeah, he just like two yeah, points go get a shekel fish. out of yeah. a fish and give it to them. So like and he doesn't even seem to touch the money. He has the disciples go get it and then pass it off. Uh Sadducees come up to him at one point trying to prove that like Caesar's money is evil. Uh and uh um, Jesus doesn't have well what Jesus says like sure show me a coin let's talk about it <laughs> which is funny because like why didn't he just pull out his own coin seems like he doesn't have one so the Sadducees who shouldn't have this heretical money that they're insulting it's like I don't know you guys got a coin oh yeah sure hang on <laughs> so there's some humor there as to oh yeah let me see your evil money really quick um, so there's that story uh but then, yeah, Jesus doesn't seem to have a lot of money. I would say maybe one of the blueprints about how he lived his life might be found in uh, um, when he sends his disciples out to do ministry. He tells them they don't need much to go do it. Uh, they don't. In fact, let me find it specifically so we can say what it was that he took. Yeah, so when Jesus sends out disciples in Matthew 10, 8, he says, Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You receive without paying, give without pay, acquire no gold or silver or copper for your belts, no bag for your journey, or two tunics, or sandals or a staff, for the laborer deserves his food. 
So it sounds like, you know, they might be able to eat where they go and get some food, but otherwise they're not supposed to be making like profit off of the, the ministry that they're about to do, um, nor get like a bunch of like other forms of wealth, like extra, extra clothes or things from, from this. They need the bare minimum. Just go out, do ministry. Don't take in money. You can eat with people. But, like, just do your thing, you know? And that, to me, kind of seems like an example of Jesus' life, right? Because he seems to be kind of a vagabond wandering around. He seems kind of homeless. The Bible says that Jesus, Jesus quotes a prophetic word when he says, uh, foxes have holes, but, you know, son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Almost as though, like, I'm a homeless guy. I got nowhere to chill out or live or whatever. I'm just kind of wandering around uh but he is constantly eating with people so god provides for him just like he expected the disciples to be provided for when they do return from this ministry later in like matthew later down the road just like were you missing anything no so the idea was like god provided for us for our whole ministry is that what it was for jesus just god provides for him while he's walking around and doing stuff Whatever the case is, to me, he didn't seem loaded. <laughs> right? Right. He didn't seem uh, absent of money, but he didn't seem loaded. And so that brings us to the story of the rich young ruler, which what was his advice to him? Go and sell all your possessions and give it to the poor. Yeah. Seemed like that guy was maybe... Some people would say that that guy was just too reliant upon his possessions and that he needed to get rid of it all so that he could uh, be free of an addiction or whatever. For me, that always seems extreme just because, like, who wouldn't want to write this passage off? (laughs) Right? Who wouldn't want to be like, oh, that was just for that guy? It's like, oh, I don't know. If we were to try to image Jesus, how did he live his life? He wasn't, he didn't seem to me to be loaded. People would, some would disagree with that. I've read books that go another route, but that's just not the impression I get. Um, so I try to think, like, how do I live this out? Because, like, we, I have a family to provide for. Do I really sell everything I have and that's just kind of it? Or, like, what is the right financial lifestyle to live into? You know, like, it's, it's just a question. I because you do see people who have lots of money and do a good job at like trying to delegate it and designate it to the right places and, and whatnot. Um, seems like they're not hung up on it or weighed down by it, but they're using it in ministry. Um, I think John Wesley is a good example of that. Yeah. You know, he started out very poor when he did ministry, but over time, as he got more popular, like they kept trying to give him more and more money. But he set an amount for himself, and he wouldn't go over that. That was the amount he needed to live by. And any single dime he made above that, he made sure it was given back or given away. He wouldn't allow himself to keep it. Yeah, I think when the tax collectors, too, they were like, there's no way he's paying the right taxes because this guy, (laughs) he's popular, and yet, like, his taxes are so low. What, what's going on here? And like, I, if I remember right, they came by and all he had was like a single spoon. <laughs> like that. I, let's see if I can find the story. 
Yeah, so here I just found kind of the reference. Uh, after the tax collectors kind of got a hold of him, he was like, Sir, I have two silver teaspoons at London and two at Bristol. This is all the plate which I have at present, and I shall not buy any more while so many around me want bread. I am, sir, your most humble servant. So, so like, that's an example of, like, how John Wesley lived his life. Likewise, like, you know, I, I try to think of my own life. In my mind, like, if I ever were to make a certain amount of money, just like Wesley, I'd be like, I don't have need for, like, more of this. So... Since I work in a church, I would just be like, just cut my salary off at a certain point. Now, I don't know what that point is. I haven't figured that out yet. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to follow John Wesley's example. Yeah, it's hard to follow John Wesley's example. But in my mind, I would think, I and I've talked to my wife about this. I'm like, we only need to make so much money. Like, there's no reason I need to make, like, a, a certain amount. And pastors don't usually make a lot of money. But, like, if I were happen to be in a place where it was too high, I'd just be like, just cut it off at this point, you know? I don't need that much. I don't think we need to live lives that are all about making making that much or whatnot. So that's one of the ways I try to think, like, how could I image Jesus in my life financially? Well, figure out how much you need and then cut it off or, or what is an appropriate amount for each person. So... About you guys, if you thought of ways that you would. I know I feel this passage often weighing on my heart, especially recently with the home buying. I was very, <laughs> I, I did struggle with that a lot because I'm like, man, Jesus didn't have a home. Am I, am I, is this something I should be doing or is this a selfish action? And I just feel constantly like, Maybe I need to be doing more, and I don't know how, and it's hard. I know for me, um, I feel like I've used my home as a way to help give back, Mm. just because I've had people come and go um, who I've tried to help let their lives move forward and get better through what I have to be able to help give that. so Yeah, I mean, Casey had a homeless man. He didn't even know living with him for a year or two at one point. Uh, right? Six months. But... Six months. Still, like, that's... Talk about taking your possessions and then finding ways to give it away. I, I know people in our church. There are some people in our church who took in a homeless man, and after that experience, he was able to go rent his own apartment for like the first time like that happened because of just a simple kindness that people showed to him with the possessions that they had and was able to help him get back on his feet so like yeah we take what we have and we give that away how we can um we take the possessions that we have and we find ways you know i don't think like god's looking for us to not like be happy i don't think it's that but as far as like a prosperity gospel of like blessing and just like all this stuff and whatnot well i even think that i mean there are some people in jesus time that were able to give jesus the items that he needed for his ministry Hmm. and uh you know i think those people did you know receive gifts to be able to be in that position Hmm. 
Yeah, I would say, so like when you look at the resurrection, I think that's an example of like one day we do get like all the blessings of like just a incredible richness of everything, not just money, you know, if that even exists in the resurrection, rather just like the whole world is, is ours. Like, so if you would, I guess like prosperity and blessing, like that's ahead of us. But like right now we're called to this like humble, how can we serve one another with what we have? How do we use the money we have to live generous lives um, that serve those around us and the things that we do buy, how can we use that to serve others? So that would be a great example. I think like you have a house now, uh, how does that go to help those around you? Um, and so there's, there's ways to, to take the richness that we have been given and use it to bless others. Just like this guy would, I, you know, I could imagine Jesus looking at him and be like the house that you have, Hey, Maybe take a homeless guy in or maybe like throw parties for the poor, for those who otherwise wouldn't be able to have a feast, things like that. Speaking of money, you can support the Jackson Cloud at jacksoncloud.com. Just click the giving button and that will take you to 1208 Greenwood, which uh, has a page you can give through there. They help start this whole project. Uh, and while you're at it, make sure you join the church in all other kinds of ways. Jackson Cloud's an online church. We'd love you to join us in the Discord, talk about today's session, and much, much more. You can also like, comment, subscribe, and well beyond. We've got lots of podcasts going on throughout the week as well. Learn more all about all those things at jacksoncloud.com.